You are tuned in to Awaken Radio with Connie Chapman. To listen to more episodes, go to ConnieChapman.com or subscribe on iTunes. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Awaken Radio. This is Connie and it is wonderful to be back here with you on the show. Thank you for tuning into this episode today and for joining me for another conversation. So today's episode is another solo show with me and I'm once again going to be talking about some of the energy themes that I feel are currently arising and what I'm sensing that we're being guided to work through and focus on at the moment. I'm going to be talking quite specifically about completion energy and how to complete old cycles, chapters and patterns in our lives because this is what I'm being guided to really look at in my life at the moment and what I'm feeling to share with others and support others through as well. I do at this point also just want to mention that I 100% intend to bring back my interviews on this show and my conversations with guests. That will very much be a focus of the show for 2019. But honestly, at the moment, I'm just being really guided to use this podcast as a platform to share my message, to focus on solo episodes where I can share the messages and the guidance that's moving through me. There's a lot that's moving through me at the moment and a lot that I feel like I'm being asked to bring to you. So I'm just really needing to trust in what I'm feeling, trust in this energy and where I'm being guided to go at the moment. But I do also really look forward to mixing this show up a little bit next year and bringing in more guests and some varied conversations as well. So you can look forward to that in the new year. So at the time of recording this episode, it's late October 2018, and I have to tell you, I feel like there's been some pretty intense energy in the air through October. I wonder how you've been feeling. I personally have found October to be quite an internal kind of month. I felt very introspective, very in my own energy and my own space, not really feeling to share or express much. I also, particularly at the start of the month, was feeling a little bit out of sorts, honestly. I was feeling a little stuck, um, frustrated, unclear, unmotivated, and I wasn't sure why I was feeling the way that I was. Typically, I like to be able to put words to what I'm feeling and the energies that I'm sensing, and I usually share that on my Instagram or in my newsletter, but for a lot of October, I honestly just couldn't put the words to my feels. I just didn't exactly know what I was moving through and what was unfolding for me. I felt so in it that I couldn't describe it. So it's taken me a little while to really figure out kind of what the energy of October has been about and what we're being asked to really focus on at the moment. And I don't know about you, but I also found through October so far, there's been a lot of patterns of avoidance. I found myself avoiding wanting to tune in, avoiding journaling, avoiding my meditation, just really not wanting to go in and face and feel what was brewing inside of me. At different times, I would try to sit down and connect with my guides and get some guidance, but I actually found it really difficult to even hear guidance. And I know that often when our mind is very noisy and we're avoiding tuning in and facing and feeling, it's because there's something within us that we're actually not wanting to face, that we aren't wanting to feel, that we're not wanting to look at. And so I've begun to really notice that in myself and get curious to what it is that I might be wanting to avoid and not face or feel. 
So I kept digging deeper and kept trying to explore what was going on for me. And one day when I was journaling, this simple sentence dropped in that actually really made everything so much clearer. And my guidance said to me, you are in the intensity of the completion. And suddenly everything began to make sense to me. The reason I realized I was feeling so stuck and so confused and so out of alignment was because I had thought that the energy for the rest of this year was all about new beginnings. When we had come into September, and I even said it on this podcast, I'd really felt that the rest of this year was about laying the foundations for the new And we were definitely really sort of done with the wrapping up of the old and it was all about the new. But when I heard this sentence, this piece of guidance, that I was in the intensity of the completion, I realized, no, I've actually been pulled back into the energy of endings, completing things, wrapping things up, and actually really needing to zoom down into the detail of what is here now. And I realized the reason I was feeling off, and this is very often the reason we we don't feel good, is because we're resisting what is. We are resisting what is here. We are resisting what we're feeling. We are resisting what is unfolding. And we are resisting what we're being asked to look at. And that's what was happening. I didn't want to have to come back to the old again. I didn't want to have to revisit all this stuff. I kind of just wanted to skip ahead into the new, into the good, fun, positive, uplifting stuff. But no, life has asked us to come back and revisit the old and, and not necessarily go back into the past, but just make sure we are completing this final part of the journey thoroughly and properly and really integrating everything that this year has provided for us. It has been a transformative year full of so much growth, so much learning, and we don't want to skip over the final part of this journey. We can't rush through it. We actually have to slow down and go deeper into it. And I know that isn't fun sometimes, and I know it's confronting, but I think that's what we're being asked to do. So I began writing in my journal a little bit more about what I was feeling. And I think sometimes if you can write about it and just put words to what you're feeling, it helps clarify it. And I found these words from my journal that I'd written uh, when I first had this realization. And I wrote, I've been processing some big feels, big shifts that I can feel need to happen. I'm processing upgrades and up levels. And I've been told that I'm in the intensity of the completion. This is where everything culminates and comes to a head so that the lessons and the learnings and the experiences from the old cycle can be fully integrated, seen, faced and transformed. I remember thinking that completion energy was done. I was so ready to get into the new, but I have been pulled back. It literally feels like a big pullback, almost like going backwards, but I know that I haven't. And while I'm so itchy for my new beginnings, I'm being told to wait to be where I am for now, to not skip over this final part of the journey, because the ending is often the most important part. It is the culmination point. We need to close off these old doors properly, tie up the loose ends completely and be thorough. Face these final lessons coming our way. Sometimes you have to get pulled back before you launch forward and you have to anchor in deep before you can expand. And so as I began to write about this and realize this and understand what was happening, a lot of the resistance that I was feeling dropped away. And I began to just accept and surrender to the fact that 
I think the remaining part of this year is actually really about completion. This isn't small completion that's going on. And I wonder what you're feeling around this. But for me, this is the feeling of significant completion of old cycles and identities and chapters and patterns. And that is big work and you don't want to rush that. I know at the moment we are in a Venus retrograde and Venus is my ruler, so I'm feeling this quite strongly. Venus has retrograded into Scorpio and we're also now in Scorpio season. Now, Scorpio is a deep energy. It really calls you in to your depths. It calls you in to look at your shadow. It is a sign that represents death and rebirth and transformation. And I think that's why we're being asked to dig a little bit deeper at the moment. So if you're feeling a little bit internal, if you're feeling like you're in a bit of a healing phase, if some big things have ended for you, or if you're feeling really triggered, I want you to trust what's going on. Because what I've noticed through October is that things really intensified. A lot really got put right in front of my face, like really having to look at what is not working. And it almost felt like it stopped working even more intensely, like it all just fell apart. And I began to really witness in myself even more clearly the old ways that I was doing things that was simply not working anymore. So whatever is unfolding for you at the moment, I want you to trust it. And I want you to trust that life is showing you what's really ready to complete. Around the time that I was having this realization, I also came across these beautiful words uh, from Lindsay Mack, who has an uh, Instagram account called Wild Soul Healing. She also has an amazing podcast. I highly recommend you check it out. I think it's called Tarot for the Wild Soul. Beautiful podcast. And this is a post that she wrote, which again, really accurately described my feelings. She said, who are you? This is the question all of us are exploring right now, whether subconsciously or overtly. We have all been irrevocably shifted, altered, rebirthed through the evolutionary fires of this year. We are not the people that we were a few months ago, much less a year ago. We have transformed, whether we've honored that or not. Acknowledging this is crucial. If you thought that you're alone, you're not. It's why so many of us are pulling back from speaking, from social media, from our old personas and old aspects of our life. We're becoming quiet, listening rather than sharing. This high priestess part of the year, Scorpio season, a full moon in Taurus, this is all highly significant, especially when considering who we have become, what we have shed and what we are birthing into. This is a highly sacred time as the planets hold both the dual energies of birth and death in the same season. And this is what I want you to be pondering as we're moving through this episode and as you're moving into the final parts of this year, these dual energies of birth and death, what's ending and what's beginning. We're in both. And I've talked a lot on the podcast about new beginning energy, and so I wanted to dedicate some time on this podcast to actually talk about the ending and completion part of it, because it is equally as important. So what I'm going to do in this episode is share with you a few things that I've been practicing to really help me with my completion. I'm going to be talking about some things that will support you to wrap up old cycles and chapters and patterns, whether they're patterns of behavior, whether it's things that you just keep manifesting, <laughs> um, whether it's a cycle, an identity cycle that you've been in of a certain person that you've been and how to begin wrapping up and ending some of these really significant 
different cycles and chapters. Before I dive into that, I just have one thing to share with you that I think can really support you to navigate the energy of this year and wrap up this year powerfully. I have decided to host a journaling workshop series in November. It is a 21-day journaling experience that will support you with clearing out the old and calling in the new. I really felt that I wanted to create something short and potent where we could come together as a community and dive deep and show up for the inner work and really support each other to wrap up this year in a very clear and empowered way. So if you're interested in joining that, I'll give you a little overview of what it is going to include. I'm going to be hosting three live interactive online workshops. And the first one is a 90-minute workshop called Release the Old. These 90-minute sessions, they're hosted online so anyone from around the world can join, will include guidance, principles, practices, tools, and some practical energetic visualization exercises and journaling activities, which will really help you with completing this year, releasing the old, wrapping everything up. The second live session is a 90-minute workshop as well called Call in the New. It will run in a similar format. And that one is all about preparing for the new, really laying the foundations of what it is that you want, energetically aligning with it and clarifying your vision. The third session in there is going to be a live group coaching call as well, hosted via video. This is where you can send through your questions and get personalized support with what's coming up for you. Over the 21 days, you'll also receive a daily journaling prompt delivered into your inbox. It might be something for you to write about. It might be an activity for you to do. And this is going to support you to actually be doing the inner work because we've got some inner work to do in this final part of the year and we don't want to skip over that. So we'll come together in a community on Facebook for 21 days. You'll also have everything delivered to your inbox. You'll be able to join these online sessions and be there live with me. And even if you're not able to be there live, you'll obviously still get all of the recordings, both in video and audio format. So I have enrollments for that course open now. We begin on Monday, 12th of November and registration closes on Sunday, the 11th of November. All of the details for this journaling course can be found at ConnieChapman.com slash 21 days. That is two one days or one word. And you can find out about it there. And if you feel to join me on this journey, this is my final offering for 2018. Then I would love to share that experience with you. All right. So now let's get into talking about completion energy. A lot of what I'm going to be sharing with you today, I will go much deeper into in that journaling workshop series, but I just want to give you an overview and some beginning steps today. So look, when we approach a time of completion, it really means that we're coming to an end of something, right? Because we have gained everything from a particular experience, relationship or behavior pattern that we were meant to gain because everything serves us. That's why it's in our life everything serves us and when it comes to an end when we feel that it's time for it to end time to let it go time for it to complete it's because it's served its purpose we've gained everything we're meant to gain from it and the fact that it is coming to an end is a sign that you have shifted and grown 
It is a sign that something has changed within you because you've fallen out of alignment with this old manifestation or you're energetically ready to step into a new way of being or living in your life. So these endings are really sacred and significant times and let's not rush over them and let's not dismiss them. Let's really honor them as a very powerful part of life. So I want to share a few things with you now that I think might support you. First of all, I just want you to reflect. What is completing in your life right now? When you hear that word completion, what comes to mind? What feels like it's completing? Think about both within yourself, whether it's ways that you see the world, ways that you act, ways that you think, ways that you speak to yourself, ways that you do things. Or are there external things that are completing? Is there actual real significant endings in relationships or jobs or places that you're living? Things that are completing. What cycle feels like it's coming to an end? Is there a cycle that you've been in? This sort of feeling where things have been the same or a certain way for a while. Do you, where do you feel like a cycle is coming to an end? Even ask yourself, what is it that you're wanting to discontinue? What can you see? I just don't need to do things this way anymore. I don't need to be this person anymore. I don't need to be in this situation anymore. It's just no longer serving me. And what what are you ready to take your energy out of? Once you're really clear on that, and you're probably already aware of it, and I think we've touched on this in previous podcasts anyway, so this isn't a new thing that you're thinking about. But You can actually just simply make the decision in yourself that you're done with it. And sometimes we wonder how do we actually end these cycles? And sometimes it simply comes with making the decision. Have you decided in yourself that this is done? Have you decided that you're complete? Have you decided that you're simply no longer going to do things like this anymore in this way, be this person or put yourself in that situation? Now, you can actually do a beautiful ritual to honor this ending if you want to. There's something really powerful about creating a ritual out of it and not just deciding in your mind, but really writing it down. Really writing down what it is that you've decided you're completing. What are you completing? Write it out as a very clear list and create some kind of ritual around the ending of that. I know whenever I've wanted to say end a relationship contract with someone where I feel like it's time for a person to leave my life because they've taught me all they need to teach me. I'll write a letter to the person and I'll write a letter saying, thank you for all that you've taught me. I'm so grateful for our experience together. Thank you for maybe all the ways that you hurt me, all the ways you helped me grow, whatever that person brought you. But I'll write at the bottom and this contract is now complete. I'm ready to let you go. I'm complete completing this lesson. I'm completing this experience. I've integrated the learning. Thank you. I love you. And I'm ready to let you go. So that's something that I've often done around relationships to complete a contract. I've talked a lot on this podcast about other ways to let things go, but it might be about ripping it up or burning it or putting it in a bowl with lots of uh, sage around it and using the sage to clear the energy of it. Just see if you can do something that feels like you've created a ritual around that completion. Another thing that's really powerful, which comes back to this idea of clearly deciding that you're done, is the power of saying no. And bear with me, this might sound really simple, but let me explain. So when you say no, you are clearly communicating to life what you're no longer available for. 
And this is a very powerful way we can complete something when we say, I'm just no longer available for this. Like, don't even bother bringing it to me because it's just, I'm not energetically even in alignment with it. I'm not interested. I'm not going to give up my time or energy. And I had a realization around this actually one day when I was listening to a podcast. It was the Highest Self podcast by Sahara Rose. And she was having a conversation with this guy named Mark Groves. And he talks a lot about relationships. And Mark made this passing comment that was so simple. And I think I've probably heard people say this a million times, but it really struck me. And he said, life is going to keep bringing you the same thing over and over. And it's waiting for you to say no to it. And I had to pause the podcast and really think about that. Because how interesting is it when we keep manifesting the same thing over and over? And I'm thinking about this in relationships primarily. When life keeps bringing you the same thing over and over, waiting for you to say no to it. Because we're constantly communicating to life or to the universe through what we're saying yes and no to, through what we're willing to give our time and energy to. When you're saying yes to something, You are saying to life, yes, bring me more of this. This is what I will tolerate. This is what I will allow. This is what I will accept. This is what I want. This is what I'm okay with. When you're saying no, you are sending a very clear message to life that says, I am no longer available for this. So just don't bring me any more of it. And there's a big difference between feeling like you're saying no and you don't really want something anymore versus really clearly communicating that through your energy, through an inner decision, and perhaps through your words or actions as well. So this is part of this completion process, right? When we look at what, what have I just been manifesting over and over? What is this pattern that I'm in? What keeps coming into my life? What keeps taking me away from what I truly want? What do I keep manifesting that's not in alignment with what I'm really wanting? And you may feel like you've been saying to life, I don't want this anymore. But life is bringing it to you, waiting for you to clearly say no. And it is in our ability to say no to the old, to say no to old chapters, old manifestations, old people, old opportunities, old patterns that will clearly communicate to life that we are no longer willing to receive at this level. It is our way of saying to life, I'm ready for more. I'm not going to say yes to what you're bringing me unless it is at the level that I want and deserve. So if I was to give you a personal example of how this has been unfolding for me, I mentioned it was around relationships for me. So I have been in a cycle of manifesting a certain type of relationship dynamic, a certain type of person that seems to just recreate the same pattern over and over. Um, They tend to show up in the same way. There's a certain, only a certain level of commitment we can get to in the dynamic. And I can spot it sort of from a mile out now. I know exactly what this pattern is and how these people show up when this plays out. But the problem is, and this is what I realized when I was listening to the podcast, is that I'm still giving my energy to it. I'm still on some level saying yes to it. So when these people present in my life, I still talk to them. I still connect with them. I still go and spend time with them. I even sometimes actually initiate the connection myself, even though I know this person coming in is still only going to be able to give me that old level, that level of connection and relationship that I've been manifesting in this past cycle. I still say yes to it. I still give my time and energy to it. And isn't it so funny when you really see this, when you think that you're done with something, but you're actually not saying no, you're not clearly communicating no. 
So this was a big realization for me that in my ability to say no by either taking my energy out of it or having a conversation where I say I can't I can't see you anymore or no longer initiating the connection or spotting the pattern a mile out and then just not engaging with that person because I know that they're part of my old cycle in terms of how they're showing up. That is me clearly saying I'm not available for this anymore. So that was a big realization for me. And I was even reflecting on this actually around my my business this year because as many of you know I've been transitioning out of coaching and there's been many times in the past where I've felt in myself you know I think I'm done with coaching I think I'm I'm ready to move on from this but I would still say yes to clients. So again notice that when you feel like you think you're done with something but you're still saying yes and life is going to keep bringing it to you waiting for you to say no. The difference I've had this year is that I've been saying no to clients. And this has not been easy, but I have really wanted to communicate to life very, very clearly that this chapter of my business is complete, that this chapter of my work is complete, and that I'm ready for something else. So I've, I've honestly, I've got over 30 names on a wait list at the moment, people who have expressed interest over the past few months of working with me. And I am, I'm so grateful for that. And I truly do feel really honored that so many people feel drawn to come in and, and work with me and have me as their coach. I've had to have the courage to say no to that, to the business, to the money, to supporting people so that I can clearly communicate to life I'm ready for something else. And as I've done that, I've watched my group coaching programs, my online courses really flourish and thrive and a lot more opportunity in other areas is coming in. So that's been a place that I've had to practice doing this as well. And I want you to find whatever area it is for you. You know, I hear this from my clients when they say, oh, I've got these friends and when we catch up, all they do is uh, offload to me all the time. And they just talk about themselves and it's so draining for me. I never get the support that I need. So you may know those relationships aren't good for you, but are you still saying yes to hanging out with that person? Are you still giving them their time, your time and energy? Life is waiting for you to say, no, this is not the type of friendship I want anymore. I also hear it with clients who perhaps are building up their passion project, but they're doing maybe some casual work on the side, shift work or some type of work that just brings in money. And as much as they want to go all in on their passion, they're still saying yes to the shifts or the work that's coming in because it's bringing money. Now, you've got to be discerning. I'm not saying just say no to money at all. But if you really want to complete something, you've got to start saying no. And you've got to start saying, you know what? I'm closing this off and I'm going all in on what I really want. And I'm no longer available for these old types of relationships, old ways of making money, old ways of working, old types of partners, whatever it is. Uh, So don't even bother bringing it to me. So that has been a big realization for me around the power of saying no, either energetically or verbally or through our actions or through our choices. And that can really clearly tell life that a a cycle and a chapter is complete. Now, if you find that really hard to practice, and this is something I've noticed in relationships is that sounds really good in theory, (laughs) not always as easy to practice. Um, What I would encourage you to do is ask yourself, why are you finding it so hard to let this go? Why are you still so attached to it? What is it giving you? Are you actually attached almost to the feeling of the struggle or the pain? 
that that old thing brings? Are you holding on to it because it's keeping you small and that feels safer than going bigger? Why are you afraid to let it go? Why are you attached to it? What is the hook? This might require some deeper exploration. This might require you to really look within. And it may also require you to do some deeper healing work. Now, I think this is also an incredibly powerful way to complete old cycles and chapters. If you've got something that's just really stuck, you're really stuck in a cycle or pattern, it could be that it's related to a deeper wound, a deeper subconscious belief system, something that you experienced when you were a child, something that was perhaps a trauma for you, something that really impacted you. And when we get stuck in cycles, it's usually because life is bringing us that experience over and over to help us heal, to help us see what the core issue is, to encourage us to dig deeper and and go to the root source of what the cause is. So that is a very valuable form of work to do. And I would encourage you to get support through a practitioner, through a coach, through someone that can guide you through that, because it's not always easy to do alone. But let me give you a couple of examples because I was reflecting on this in myself too. And what I began doing is I looked at the patterns I was manifesting externally in relationships. And then I began digging deeper and asking myself, what feelings does this tend to activate? What belief systems does this bring up about me? What do I usually begin telling myself? And yeah, and what do I continue to feel? What's the, what's the wound At that point, you then take your attention off the personal situation that's triggering it, and then you go deeper into exploring that actual feeling in you, because there's something in you here that the external world is mirroring back. And that's where the deeper healing work happens. And as I began to dig deeper, I actually became aware of something that as a child I experienced in my relationship with my father that I didn't even realize. I've done so much healing work on my relationship with my parents. And this particular pattern I've never seen before. And it was a feeling that I remember always feeling around my dad and around the way that he would show up in our family. And I realized that feeling that I felt as a child is the exact feeling now that I feel with the men in my life in terms of how they show up for me. So that's where we have an opportunity to dig deeper. And I would encourage you to be digging into doing the healing work if you need to. Now, for me with that pattern, actually just becoming aware of it. And I began to cry and really feel the pain of that little child of what she was feeling. That actually created a massive shift for me because I was able to witness it and see it. I could now see how it was playing out with the men in my life. And then I could make a conscious choice to one, learn how to support myself through that pain, realize what was important to me, realize what I now need in relationships. And then in future, either look for men that could now provide what it was that I truly needed or actually learn how to be able to communicate what I really need because I wasn't doing that part of it. Another example, I was working with a coaching client, very similar thing, actually. I think there's a lot that we're doing around our mums and our dads at the moment. But she had come to me saying that she was experiencing this anxiety in her relationship that felt really illogical to her. And that's how you know it's a subconscious pattern where consciously you kind of know you could do differently or should do differently or should do better, but your body still has its reaction. You've got something stored emotionally in the body that is firing off automatically. 
So she was having this anxiety and we began to dig a little bit deeper and I actually took her back through some regression work back into her childhood to connect with her inner child. I brought in her father and we began to just explore the dynamic of what was going on there. And for most of the exercise, she's like, no, things are really great with my dad. And there was no negative experiences there. But then we landed on something. We began to look at the feeling that was playing out in her relationships now and how that was related to what she was feeling when she was young. And then she found it. She found what had manifested with her dad when she was little, what that was leaving her feeling as a little girl, and then the coping mechanisms she developed and created and installed to help her get through that as an adult. Once she could see it, and once we did did some healing work to then see what she needed now moving forward to support herself through that, the whole pattern unraveled. She had this huge realization. So I'm just giving those examples because I feel that for maybe some of you, you're looping around things because there's deeper healing work to do. So begin to explore that in yourself and get some support through practitioners or coaches, therapists, body workers if you need it. One of my final points here is just something really practical and this is something that I like to do when I'm looking at stepping out of the old and coming into the new and this is quite simply writing out a list. And what I do is I write a line down the middle of the page and on one side of the page I write old and on the other side of the page I write new. And this is just a really practical thing that I do that's really helped me when I'm really clear that there's old ways of doing things that I no longer want to practice. So I've been seeing this so clearly in my business lately. I've been seeing the ways that I do things where I'm really disorganized, really rushed, Uh, where I'm trying to do it all by myself and not receiving support. You know, I think I've touched on this before in the podcast, the ways that I'm handling money, the ways that I'm not prioritizing my self-care. So I write them all out on the left side of the page as old, old ways of being. And I label them as old because then they they almost create the energy around it of this is something that I'm no longer going to do anymore. Like it's old, it's in the past. I write the word old and I write out, okay, these are all the old patterns of behavior that I have been practicing that I'm now ready to complete and let go of. And then I just, on the other side of the page, on the right-hand side under new, I just almost write the opposite. What would be the opposite of that pattern of behavior? And that helps you get clear on what your new ways are that you're going to practice. Now, this takes consciousness and it takes work to be able to catch your old pattern out and consciously replace it with a new one. But that's something that's really supported me as I'm really getting clear on what's ready to complete and then now really seeing what I'm going to replace that old pattern with. Because understand, it's not always about the actual external thing. It's not about changing the way I do my business or do my finances or move my body or shop in relationships. It's about changing the state of being that's going on around that. And this completion that we're in is about completing the states of being that we've been operating in that are just not working for us anymore. So you almost want to look at like, who am I being in these areas? Um, What energy am I bringing to it? What mindset am I bringing to it? And that's where you want the change to happen, not just at what you're doing. That's a much more effective way to complete something because you can change the way you're doing it. But if you're still bringing your old way of being, you're not really going to create lasting change. So look, my final few points here are just that what I've noticed is that very often the reason we cling to the old is simply because it's familiar. 
We just cling to it because we know it. We cling to it because what is familiar feels safe. And often what's unfamiliar doesn't feel safe. And even if we don't really love it, we stay in it because it keeps us safe. So something that's helped me is to figure out how to make the new and the unknown more familiar and more known to me. So really think about like, what do you need to figure out? What do you need to learn? What do you need to um, understand to be able to step into the new? So for me around business, uh, I know there's this whole new way of doing things in my business, but I've got to learn how to do it that way. So I'm listening to a lot of podcasts. I'm reading a lot of business books and I'm working to make this whole unknown new territory much more known and familiar to me. Similar if you want to change your way of moving or exercising or eating, it's very difficult if you just go, oh, well, I know how to move in the old way or eat in the old way, but what does this new healthy way look like? I have no idea. I have no idea how to do it. But if you worked with someone who gave you a meal plan or gave you an exercise plan and actually was with you for 30 days, perhaps, or if you were listening to a lot of podcasts that were telling you, what to eat and what to do, it would be much easier to step into that. You'd have a plan. You'd have a framework. You'd actually be able to navigate that new territory because there was some form of structure there. So just be mindful of that. If you're hitting a lot of I don't know when you're sort of thinking about letting go of the old, you're like, I don't know what what's on the other side of this. I don't know what I would do instead of this. Figure out how to make that more known and more familiar to you. What do you need to learn? What do you need support with? And I just really think for these final few months of the year, just really trust what's presenting in your life. Trust what's arising. Trust what you're feeling. I think the energy is going to click in and out at sometimes being this more contractive, pulling inwards, internal, looking back over the old, reviewing, reflecting, healing, integrating. And then we're going to click back forward again into new expansion, um, up-leveling, fresh starts, new manifestations. I think we're going to click in and out until the end of the year. That's my sense. So trust however the energy is playing out for you. And trust what's manifesting because life is trying to show you right now what you need to release and let go of. And take on board what I've shared with you today as some ways to really complete, complete the old, complete the cycles, complete the chapters, complete the patterns. And if you want some further support, come and join me in this 21 days of journaling experience where you'll get daily prompts, daily inner work and a lot of support from me of things that will help you really complete and wrap up these old chapters and begin preparing for the new. I hope it's going to be a really fun, beautiful group experience so we can come together and support each other. So if you want to know more about that, go to ConnieChapman.com slash 21 days, 21 days, all one word. Enrollments are now open and we start on the 12th of November and run for around three weeks. I absolutely can't wait. So thank you for being tuned into this episode today. I hope that what I've shared with you has been really supportive and has given you a little bit more clarity around what's unfolding energetically, what you should be focusing on at the moment and how to begin completing the old, not even how to begin, but how to really actually wrap it up because we've been doing it all year. 
If you love this episode, please pop onto iTunes. Make sure you subscribe so that you never miss an episode. If you love the show, leave it a rating, perhaps a five stars if you want to, or leave me a written review as well, as that really supports the show and helps it reach more people. You're also welcome to forward this show onto a friend if you think they'll gain something from this conversation. And be sure to tag me on Instagram if you share it, you know, on your feed or on your stories, or even if you just want to DM me. I love hearing your feedback back and experiences of the show so please do let me know if you've enjoyed it thank you again for being tuned in to this week's episode of awaken radio and i look forward to talking to you again next time